Hey friends, I'm Jennifer, and you're listening to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast, a podcast for beauty industry providers and business owners that are wanting to level up their game to create a profitable career. If you're feeling stuck and you want more out of this industry, then join me as I share with you my strategies, lessons I've learned along the way, and how I overcame fear by shifting my mindset to build a healthy business. I built a solid book behind the chair, launched a bridal company, became a salon suite owner to most recently opening up a salon. As creative entrepreneurs, we need an education that empowers us and makes an impact on helping us raise our standards. My mission is to teach you how you can reach your goals quickly, build your books and your business faster, and master the framework for creating a successful and rewarding career. Thank you for joining me. Let's do this. Welcome to your Game Changer Podcast. Before we dive into today's podcast, I want to share information on our sponsor, My Salon Desk. Did you know that 85% of missed callers will not ultimately make an appointment with you, even if you call them back? Whether you are a solo artist or salon owner, missing a phone call from a potential client will cost you and could damage your reputation. My Salon Desk is not your average call center. Their professional receptionists have real experience in our industry and understand our business. My friends, stop playing secretary and get back to what you do best and let My Salon Desk help you increase your client experience and client bookings. Can you imagine working and not being interrupted by the phones? Now you can solely focus on the client in your chair. Here's why I chose and love their service. There's no contract, no charging you per minute, and it's an affordable personal receptionist, virtually. Plans start at only $2.99, and any scripts, call forwarding, reports, special requests, they're all available for an additional fee. All of our listeners will receive a complimentary month of voicemail service with your plan. Just use the code GAMECHANGER. Go to www.mysalondesk.com and sign up today. Welcome back to the Beauty Business Game Changer Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Alvarez. This is a podcast that inspires, encourages stylists to excel, to create a career that supports the life you want to live. Thank you all for joining me today. Today's topic, I want to dive into retail. Now, retail is not dead. And I know this is discussed quite often, at least on Clubhouse, and I want to really debunk that attitude because I believe retail is important. And there's several reasons why I think it's important. One, it's going to help create retention. Now, if you don't know what retention means, it means the amount of clients coming into your business that are actually staying in your business, continuingly coming back in, repeat business, spending money with you. Retention is super important. And retail helps to assist with building that retention for your business so that it will be sustainable. It also helps to encourage referrals. And referrals is one of the number one ways to generate more business. It also creates a memory of the experience. So when Mary goes home with her amazing product that you've sold her, every time she uses it, 
she thinks about the amazing experience that you had given her at the salon. She's constantly thinking about you when she uses that product. Or maybe her friends see it or smell it, and then she starts talking about you, which then then turns into a referral. It creates a perceived professionalism and builds credibility. When you have products for sale, it looks official, that you're officially in business versus if you didn't have it at all, right? How are you going to color hair? Are you, are you getting box color to color hair? No, absolutely not. You have a professional line. It builds trust, builds relationships with your customers, especially when you give them something that you know is beneficial for them and they see the results that are happening with their hair or her, the skin or whatever you're selling them. Now, it also is a great opportunity that you could be receiving continuing education and not just with product knowledge. I know for my salon, we bring educators every quarter to the salon so that we can not only collect our continuing education hours, but to be re-inspired. And when you have a retail company that you have partnered with, oftentimes they will be giving you free education which is amazing. And I think that it's one of the most important perks of a salon owner is to be carrying a line that gives you that extra continuing education and the support as well. The company that I'm affiliated with that helps with our retail also helps me in my business. They're a company that I continue to rely on and call upon if I need something. They've been able to create connections with other salon owners in the community that I can reach out to if I have questions. You know, I've been in business now on my own since 2016, but there's still so much to learn. And it can be pretty isolating as a salon owner, always calling the shots, always being the leader. And so it's so nice to have a conversation with somebody else who's going through the same journey or maybe has gone and been there, done that, that you can reach out to and ask questions to of, hey, how did you handle this, right? Having that support is so amazing and that can all be happening just through selling retail, carrying a line that you believe in, that you trust in. Another way that we use our retail is that when we sell it or we're purchasing color, it's adding up for points. And we can then redeem those points for education or better yet, our back bar products. So we hardly ever spend money on back bar products. And I'm very proud of that, that we're very strict on our budget of how we're spending. Because if we keep spending blindly, then that's going to eat up typically into the owner's profit. And if the owner's profit is anywhere from 6 to 20%, which is pretty common, every single percentage that you allocate over to your retail or your color eats away from the owner's profits traditionally. So it's amazing when you can collect these points because you're going to be buying color anyways, that you could use that towards back bar products. So you can see my enthusiasm and excitement about retail because 
I really want to be affiliated with things that are going to help move the needle, things that are going to help us grow as a team, as a company, things that are going to help support us when we are seeking out further education. We need to have that every month, every quarter. It's so crucial for our industry to have that education. You know, education brings inspiration. And if you ever feel like, I don't know, like you're bored or you're feeling uninspired, then it's time that you start stepping up your education. Now, recently, I'm, I'm always taking business classes. I'm just wired that way. Like I, I'm like hungry constantly to learn more. If you're anything like me, it's, it's crazy the amount of learning that you can consume, but don't forget to implement those things that you have learned. And for the past three years, I've solely have focused on my continuing education with business, which I love. I could talk business, I could talk shop all day. But most recently, I took a formal styling class and a hair cutting class. And I'm currently enrolled in a eight-week business education program. And I don't say that to brag at all. It's, it's, I humbly say that because I don't know everything. And I've been doing hair for 20 years and there's still so much to learn out there and, and to grow. And it was just so cool to take these hands-on classes with hair and just feel that energy again of like, oh my God, like I, I love hair. I love getting my hands into it and creating something from nothing. And I say this to encourage you, if you feel like you are uninspired or you're feeling like just bored with your career, seek out education, seek out educators, because they can help light that fire underneath of you to get you off your butt to get going again. You know, back to retail, you know, if, if we believe in our industry as professionals, that we are a professional, and that we know that there's a difference between professional products and non-professional products, why is this not an important part of our business? We would, like I said before, we would never go to the drugstore and buy box color to use on our client ever. So why is this not, why is retail just not a part of our dialogue and our culture? You know, it's, when we, when we know our client is using the right products and ingredients, it's creating style support, color retention, longevity, health balance. But yet, if we do not have the right script down or make it a part of the experience we want to give our clients, then we are missing out on a big opportunity when it comes to retail. So if you're working at a salon and maybe you receive a commission, let's say 20% retail commission. If you've just sold $1,000 a month in retail, that's an extra $2,400 a year more than if you sold nothing. So we always talk about how to maximize the guest experience, how to make more money, and we either have to add more services, add more time, or sell some type of retail. You know, I think that there's multiple ways that we could have a product for sale, right? Because we could have a digital product 
such as educational videos. We could do affiliate, affiliate links to products that we may not necessarily carry at the salon. One of the affiliate links that I think would be important to have that I'm currently looking into more is having more tools that we could sell our clients, maybe some drop shipping as well. Because having, having tools on your retail shelves definitely is eating up more cash flow than other things. Plus, there's not as high as a markup on tools. But speaking up of your markups, I do believe that your product should have at least a 50% markup from what you originally purchased it from. There's ways that we could use products that we receive from our sales reps for free as gifts to give away for our loyal, top-paying clients. So really utilizing your retail to help you grow, to help you maximize the guest experience, and to help you financially grow. So we need to start looking at retail differently, right? We have to choose the ones that work best for you, but don't let the retail be an afterthought of this guest experience. So why don't we value retail? It's, I think it's because of the misconception that we are being sleazy salesmen when in fact, it might just be based on fear. And I will say that I mean, we all have fears, right? I have a lot of fears. I, I'm, I'm definitely more self-aware of these false statements that I tell myself. But we all have this fear of failure or maybe it's a fear of rejection. Maybe there's a fear of judgment or even a fear of dissatisfaction. Now, these fears, this is stopping us from speaking about retail, making it be a part of our repertoire, our our language, our, our education that we're sharing with our customers, right? This fear is stopping us from playing how we should be playing, right? We're playing small because we feel like it's it's less painful to to do something that we know that hey there's no chance that this person is going to say no if I just don't ask, right? Now, we have that fear of rejection. Maybe the client is like, "No, thank you. I don't want it." I mean, think about all of the the answers that your clients give you and when you hear no so many times, it can feel very discouraging, but I want to encourage you to keep going. Now, when we talk about the fear of judgment, I could interpret this as when we're speaking about a product and what it can do for that person and possibly feeling judged by the client in the chair of how does this person perceive me? Do do they think that I'm a professional and that I know what I'm talking about? Or even when you're speaking about a product or a recommendation and you feel judgment maybe from your peers, right? Maybe there's the colorist or the stylist next to you that is more experienced and you feel pressure or you feel incompetent of speaking about 
what you're talking about because you're worried about judgment from them. Well, and I hope that that's not the case because you're on the wrong team if you're feeling judged by your peers. If anything, they should be cheering you on and helping you, especially if they feel like, hey, your dialogue's off a little bit. Let me help you out, right? And the fear of dissatisfaction. What happens if she doesn't like it? Mary returns it. You know what? (laughs) It happens. And how many times have you purchased a product um, that you weren't happy with and you wanted to return it? How often did you actually return that item? And if you had a good experience with that return, you made another purchase, right? So we have to take this false fears of the what ifs about retail and think about what if it could be great? Instead of thinking about the negative of it, we need to start thinking about what positive things can come out of this. You know, the reality is, is that we cannot control the outcome of the client, of their perception. However, the outcome will be positive when we're focusing on the client and we're truly wanting to help find real solutions to their challenges. You know, instead, we must see the value and the importance of helping our clients, building the trust, the relationships more than anything. You know, there's a million beauty products to choose from. So we just need to find the ones that are going to produce the results that our clients are needing and something that really excites us. Now, I wanted to talk about when we should be talking about retail because I think that there is magic moments through the guest experience that we should be talk having these talking points of retail. That way, it comes off more naturally versus like, I'd like to talk to you about the hairspray. This is how you use it. This is what I would recommend, right? <laughs> I just think of this like monotone, sleazy salesman. Just if you love it, talk about it. If you don't love it, don't talk about it. It would be a disservice to your client. And I think that people can get a whiff of whether you're not confident in something or if you're uh, saying lies about a product, you know, and I have definitely have heard my fair share of of people speaking about something that I'm like, that's not how that product works, or that's not uh, the way that they said it just came off to be very pushy, right? And have we all experienced a pushy salesman? I was on a, a business call last week, and I this person would not take no for an answer. And I was so turned off that I was like, I would never do business with you. And in fact, if anybody ever asks about your business, I would tell them the truth that do not be a part of that organization. You know, I think that that people recognize that. So you have to lead with integrity and authenticity as well. So when do we talk about the retail? First and foremost, we need to bring it up during the consultation. I think oftentimes, what I hear probably more inexperienced beauty professionals that oftentimes they say way too much. They are just like vomiting all over <laughs> the client of information and education. It's overwhelming. 
this is not their wheelhouse, you know? So when we're talking about solutions for them and products we have and services, like piece it out, plant it out, pace yourself, okay? Because if the second that client sits in our chair and we're like, oh, we got to do this or you got to buy that and you got to try this service and that service and all the things, you know, it's very overwhelming for them, especially if it's a new client. They're like, hey, you know, you're asking me for marriage and I we just met. <laughs> so slow down and really make sure that you're asking great questions. Now, one of the things that we're working on right now with my team is the art of questioning. And I would challenge you, if you feel like your consultations need to be ramped up and need a little bit more sophistication, then I would suggest get out a pen and pad and just write down like 10 questions that are open-ended questions, meaning that they start with what, why, how, where, those types of questions during the consultation. Oftentimes when we go to the consultation, we're so quick to find that solution and tell them, do this, do this, do that, get this, take this home, and I'll see you in five weeks. (laughs) Kind of like a doctor, right? Like you waited in the waiting room for an hour and they're like, okay, take this medicine and I'll see you next week. That's not how this relationship should work, right? So during the consultation, find the challenges, What are the problems that our guest is experiencing? And what is this desired outcome? So I would focus on what are the three outcomes that are important to the client? If we're talking about hair, which that's that's what I do. If we're talking about hair, what are what's something that's important to the client? Frizz-free, volume, shine, hydration, anti-aging, thickness clean beauty, right? Free of specific ingredients, color retention. We could just go on and on, right? When you are asking these open-ended questions, the client is going to be answering them and helping lead you to point into the right outcome, the right solutions for their challenges, whether it's the service or the product or the combination of both. But really making sure that we're asking the right questions You know, there's some clients that will sit in our chair and they will tell you not only everything about their hair, but their marriage and their next vacation and their kids and blah, 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 blah. They'll tell you everything. And then you've got the opposite type of client who you have to just like reel it out of them. Like it's almost, it's almost like painful and awkward when they sit in the chair because they just... They just are so unforsure. They have no idea what they want and they don't know how to articulate what they're thinking in their head. I We have some clients that are like this that it's like for myself, I'm scared to even start. If you don't know where you're going and I, I, I can't get anything out of you, I'm not really for sure how to help you. So, you know, sometimes you just have to consult a little bit longer to really get an understanding of like, how can I help you? You're clearly here because you need some beauty advice and I'm the professional and I'm here to help you, right? It's important that we're leading in this consultation, informing them that you will educate them 
on the proper hair care that they should be using at home to maintain whatever their challenges is, that they can maintain that at home. So I think that dropping the seed during the consultation is super important. I don't think that you need to go into a huge spiel of like, oh, I know exactly the shampoo, the conditioner, the leave-in treatment. And like, if you're speaking all of the products right away in the consultation and you haven't even begun the service, I don't think that you're maximizing your time. You're not not creating good time management. And it's a lot of information to soak up all at once. Pace yourself, right? Now, during the chemical application. This is a really crucial part of the service where you should be speaking about products and the importance of products, right? It's If you're doing color, what do we know to be true when we are doing lightning services? We know that it's going to be pulling away hydration and the protein. It's breaking down the hair, creating a chemical reaction to change it. We know that. We know that if you are using heating products, that you are burning off moisture from the hair. The hair needs to be rehydrated. Otherwise, we'll get mechanical damage. So chemical damage, mechanical damage, either if there's environmental damage to the hair or, or physical stressors, right? More than ever, people are stressed. This is causing damage to our beauty, And we have the right products and information that we can help people. So make sure that you are educating your client. When you are doing your colors, color touch-ups or whatever service you're doing, talk to them about the importance of the products. Maybe instill some fear. I mean, think about it. If you're doing bleaching services and you are doing any type of heating tool and that client is using nothing, I mean, are you getting a mental picture of what this person's hair looks like? Yeah, she probably looks like one of those uh, one of those flowers that you could just blow and it just flies away. Something like that. It's not going to be good. So instill the fear of like, you know, we're doing this lightning service and what happens when we are doing this chemical process is it is stripping out hydration and weakening the hair. And so in order for your hair to be shiny and healthy, I would like you to use this and this on your hair to make sure that you have the proper balance so that you can continue to do this XYZ style or XYZ color on your hair, right? Read the warning label of when you're doing this process. Clients don't know, and it's okay. It's our job to educate them on that. Now, during the shampoo, right? The sacred shampoo bowl, everybody loves this. It's the best part. So how can we introduce retail during this this portion of the service? As we are shampooing, the client is, they're aware. They're aware of, am I comfortable? Do I feel safe? How does my neck feel? Does, Does the shampoo feel like it's sudsing up on my head? Does it feel like I'm getting very clean? This is really when we need to, hold this portion of the service sacred by mirroring that guest of how they are feeling. It's a little bit more of a vulnerable state for them. Their head's back. They might be having their eyes closed. And massaging the scalp area where so many of our nerves and and stresses and tension can lie 
and really helping that customer to escape from that, asking them about how they feel about the temperature of the water. And as you're using the shampoo, you could just easily say, today I'm gonna to be using the Oi Davines shampoo on your hair so it can create better shine and balance. How does that smell, right? If we can start to heighten the senses during that particular moment where they're feeling very zen, right? Yes, we have those, <laughs> some people who just are very moving around or even staring at you when you're shampooing, but you could still bring this spa-like uh, experience during the shampoo session. People love things that smell really good. And even ask them too, while you're doing their hair, ask them about products that they're using and ask them why, why do they like it? And oftentimes they'll say, it smells good. So we need to know, okay, what, what is it that they like that they sm that smells good to them, right? I think of the experience that you have at the perfume um, store. I love Sephora, how they have the fragrance test where you can find your perfect scent, right? I don't know how accurate it is, but still it's kind of fun. I mean, what if we had something like that for our retail where we could find like your perfect product doing a test where you could say, okay, she loves floral, but she likes um, the scent of patchouli or she really loves mint or whatever that person is liking. Find a product that has that figure, similar smell, especially if it is also good for them as well. So use that moment to heighten the senses. How does this feel? Do you like the smell of this? And get some feedback there. Because when they say, oh, I love the smell of that, make sure that you can bring that back up later. Another portion of the guest experience to implement retail is before styling. You want to lead with education. Have your product sitting right up front and just do a little quick tutorial with them. Today I'm going to be using this leave-in conditioner. You want to use this on your mid-links to your ends. Spray about five sprays. This has whatever ingredients in it that is the, and the benefits of that. So always making sure that you are leading with the benefits of the products of this is going to make your hair healthy and shiny, resilient, whatever those benefits are, make sure that you're describing it to your guest in addition to how to use it. I think about my mom because she's like my worst client. I don't know if you guys think your mom's your worst client. I, no, and I love my mom, but she she's so funny. She like wants a, she writes a post-it on every single uh, product that she takes home because she's like, I don't know how to shampoo my hair. I don't know when to use the hairspray. So she's writing down hairspray, dry hair only. Use 12 inches away from my head. Use in short, quick bursts. So <laughs> I think of all my clients, if they were like my mom, making sure that they really do understand how to use the products. Because what happens if you use, let's say, a leave-in conditioner, but you use it on dry hair? Well, one, it didn't help you out during your blow dry, right? And two, it might re-wet the hair down, most likely, and not have the best results. And then the client's perception is, this product sucks. I don't like this at all. Well, they're not using it correctly. And the blame goes on us always as, well, we were not explaining how to use it to them, right? 
even after you have styled their hair, saying something along the lines of, let's see how these products work with your hair. And then when they see their hair finish, because you did an amazing blowout or finished style on them, we ask them, how do you feel what I've used on you today? How, how does it feel? Feel the hair. You know, get, see what they're saying. Oh my God, it's so shiny. Oh my, it looks so, oh, so much better. And then you could say something along the lines of, imagine if your hair could look like this every day. And you, what is the most common complaint that we hear? I love my hair when I leave the salon, but I can never do it the way that you do. And well, we know that you can't because you're not using what we used on you. So making sure that you take this segment of like, hey, I just created the wow factor here. I've educated them on what, what to use, how to use it, why they should be using it. And now I just need to recap. Introduce, let's say, three products back to them. And I want to challenge you to open up the product and smell it and say, this was the leave-in conditioner that I used on your hair today. It smells so good. Pass it to the client with the bottle open because oftentimes people mirror each other. So if you hand it to Mary, Mary's gonna look at it. She's going to also smell it and say, oh, I love the way that this smells, right? And we knew that she liked it because we asked her what fragrances she liked. So just do something different when it comes to your retail when you're speaking about it. And you can hear when I'm speaking about it, I'm speaking with enthusiasm, right? Now, you will get objections, right? They, they might say, how much does it cost? Yeah, everybody's got a budget, right? And they might say, well, I've got stuff at home. Okay, but you don't have this at home. And I think that use your personality, but the way that my personality is, is I kind of laugh about it, kind of joke with them and say, well, throw that one away. You need this one. So obviously use your own personality because um, you don't want to make a client feel bad. But at the same time, like you've got it underneath your sink. You're not even using it. So what's the point? You might as well just get this one and throw the other ones away because this we know your hair liked it. You liked it. And you should be using this on your hair to protect it. And so it, it continues to be healthy, right? Or they might say, not right now. But here's the thing, guys. When you are getting in these good habits, these good practices to lead with education and the understanding of hair and what it needs and how you can help your guests, you are doing your job. If you're not, you're doing a disservice to the guest experience and to the client. So I want us to take a health check of what our attitude is and where are we at and really give yourself some honest feedback of maybe I was not trying as hard as I could. And how can we develop a winning attitude? Every no is one step closer to a yes. We need to lead with more influence and be better communicators of the retail and sprinkling it in throughout the entire service and being on that habit of constantly leading with education for each and every guest, 
even if you've seen them for years and years. Maybe they've never bought a product from you, but I guarantee you that they're still using something at home to shampoo, right? They're still using a facial cleanser. And lead with enthusiasm. Be excited again about your products. And if you're not excited about it, change it up. Get some continuing education in the class or in the salon and be enthusiastic about the products. And we must be consistent with our efforts. That's how we get closer to our goal. Every single day counts. Every client counts. That's going to help you get closer to your financial goals, your sustainable goals for your business. So I encourage you all to start thinking about your retail different. And I do believe that this is essential to our business, that we have this relationship and partnership with retail products. So I hope that you found this episode helpful. Please snap a picture of this episode that you listened to and share it on Instagram with all your friends. And don't forget to leave a review. Thanks so much for being a part of the Beauty Business Game Changer podcast, and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. If you are loving these episodes, I would appreciate a review on your experience of how this podcast is helping you grow your business so that others just like yourself can learn, grow, and be a part of the podcast. I'd love to get connected with my listeners, so make sure to join me in the free Facebook group where you'll find a community of like-minded beauty professionals that want to grow their business and careers. I'll share with you my top tips, Q&As, and when new podcasts are released. Thank you again for your love and support. It's an honor to be a part of your business building journey.